When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, something as seismic as adding the reigning Norris Trophy winner to your roster, that can really, really raise hopes. I'm not really sure where mine are at the moment. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates in the same place that you found this. Yes, Eric Carlson is still a Penguin. I feel like I should open every show by saying this now. Yes, Eric Carlson is still a Penguin. You didn't dream that. It's actually true. And it's going to remain true in a month when they get into training camp. But what can't remain true for this team to get back into the Stanley Cup playoffs and, you know, contend, don't just make a cameo. It feels like it's still a lot, doesn't it? Am I the only one? If so, that's fine. I don't want to be, you know, Dr. Buzzkill here or whatever. But I look at this overall roster composition, and while I see, I don't know how you could miss The pluses that Carlson brings, not only with his own addition, but how other things slot around him and how especially the right side of the of the defense corps. It almost seems like it'll go on autopilot, you know, a healthy Carlson, healthy Chris Letang and whoever Chad Ruedel can pick up the other 30 seconds that are left of ice time. You also see other Issues that had been in place maybe start to get settled a bit. Breakouts, defending in front of the net. Ryan Graves is going to be good at that. There's something there. I also like a lot what Kyle Dubas has done, and nobody really talks much about this, toward addressing the penalty killing, which was not a team strength. When you're bringing in Lars Zeller and Riley Smith and Nola Chari and Matt Nieto, you're bringing in guys who've done it, who are capable of doing it as a matter of course, as opposed to some side chore that they're given. These are real live NHL penalty killers. That's going to make a difference. And I've, I get the sense that Smith is kind of underappreciated for what he's really going to contribute, which is... 20-plus goals up front, and we were ready to anoint Jason Zucker, the next you know, hockey czar, for putting up 20 goals here. And I understand he did them with a lot of spirit, okay, but it was still in that range. Smith is a much more complete player than Zucker. I don't say that disrespectfully. Zucker does some pretty neat things, and he's got unbelievable energy. But Smith has a lot more polish to him, and Smith, in some ways, is going to be a better fit as a top six guy than Zucker was. So these are all 
in addition to Carlson, things that I like. And and the only reason, well, I'll try to tap dance around that for the moment, okay? Some other reasons that I'm leery about where this team is heading into the coming season is that I still don't feel that one vital breakthrough young guy being in the mix. If you've been listening to me for a while or you've been reading my stuff, you'll know that this is something that I bring up in every camp. You want to, I no, you don't want to. You need to have someone jump up into the picture who wasn't there before, who you might not have expected. I'm not alone in this. This is something Mike Sullivan will bring up, even if he occasionally forces it every summer. He knows this isn't some dumb guy, okay? He knows this system does not have prospects. He knows that whoever he would get would have to really rise up above wherever they've been before, meaning in their careers. So when you hear him say something, and he did this last summer, oh, that just Sam Poulan just looks completely different. This is just a totally different Sam. We are really excited about what we're seeing from Sam. And that obviously didn't go well. A couple years earlier, it was Nathan Legere. Remember that? Oh, Nathan Legere. He might even make the team out of training camp. That was Jim Rutherford. It was it was a little while back, but, but we all know that Legere was a healthy scratch for a good chunk of the season. Last winter in Wilkes-Barre, and we know that he was just made an afterthought throw-in in this Carlson trade being shipped off to Montreal. Who will that be? Who could that be this year? Can you even really count Drew O'Connor into that if, if he is? I don't know. I mean, O'Connor looks like he has a breakout every time he has a good game, doesn't he? Like, you think, this is it. This is it. DOC has arrived. And then O'Connor goes overseas, represents the United States in the World Championships, scores a bunch of goals early in the tournament against some lesser opponents. And you think, oh, wow, this is it. Look, he's sticking it to Sully. He's showing Sully he should have played. And then and then he doesn't. And then he's not doing that. And they want to see a lot more fire from him. They want to see a lot more uh, consistent push, particularly on the forecheck. But is that your breakout young guy? I don't know. I don't know. You want to see the power play. You want to see how that works itself out. And that is how it's going to have to go, by the way, is it's not going to be through any sort of coaching or whatever. It's going to be osmosis, you know? They're just going to roll those guys out there and say, you figure it out. Maybe they will. These are some pretty smart dudes. What about goaltending? My goodness, you could talk about goaltending as it relates to this franchise forever. What about secondary scoring? Did Kyle Dubas sacrifice the concept of secondary scoring? He didn't have secondary scoring to sacrifice from last year's roster, to be clear. But did he just give up on it by getting all these defensive forwards and good penalty killers? I don't know. I don't know. Are you going to need him? I don't know. Can the top six produce like they did last year? I don't know. Can the power play get it going? See how this goes in circles? Long story, short answer. I, I'm i not feeling a contender 
in the moment more is needed and i don't know that more is an option from the outside when we come back j1q segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by Family Table, a local company that brings delicious food to busy families. They offer family-style complete meals or a la carte items like lean proteins, perfect for muscle building and weight loss. If you're not local, gift cards are also available for your Pittsburgh-based family and friends. Go to FamilyTablePGH.com. That's FamilyTablePGH.com and use the code DK40 or DK40 for 40% off and free delivery on your first order. Order by noon today for Thursday delivery. Today's J1Q comes from Chris who says, DK, if Tristan Jari goes down with an injury, what do you think are the Penguins' odds to make the playoffs? I mean, they'd be very, very, very slim, Chris. I, I don't want to be mean here to a, a fellow Serb and a guy who his reputation precedes him as being just a, a relentless worker and a popular teammate in Alex Nedeljkovic, of course. And remember, he is the backup now. That doesn't mean there won't be some kind of, I don't know if you want to call it a duel or whatever, but some kind of blurring of the line between two and three between Nedeljkovic and Magnus Helberg, 32-year-old veteran. Uh, those two, by the way, were teammates, goaltending mates in Detroit just this past season. But I don't know that you're looking at either of them and saying, well, yeah, if Jari goes down, these guys got you. You know, that's that's where this keeps coming back to Jari. Could you sense, Chris, I'm curious, in that opening segment that I was just doing anything and everything that I could to avoid Jari and having it be yet another Jari segment, it's hard to do. It's hard to do. I look at the Florida Panthers from this past spring, just now, and their run to the Stanley Cup final, which might well have been a championship had Matthew Kachuk not gotten hurt. But I look at the first three rounds and I see this was a team that was picked up on the back of Sergei Bobrovsky and carried there. That's not to say Kachuk didn't have some monster goals. And that's not to say that Kachuk wouldn't have been the Conn Smythe Trophy winner. I believe that he would have. Remember, Bobrovsky's Russian. And the Canadian hockey writers like to pretend it's still 1972 and that Canada has a natural enemy in Russia. But Bob, what he was doing in net was otherworldly. And at the same time, not all that uncommon when you get to the playoffs, when you get to winning in the playoffs. Goaltenders will routinely steal games in which the rest of your team will still somehow play well in front of you, score a bunch of goals, but still give up a lot of high-grade chances. That, to me, is the perfect description of what Florida did. I don't think the Panthers were great defensively by any stretch. They popped some timely goals. They got all kinds of timely saves. That's 
that's not an original script, my friends. It's just not. Jari needs to be that guy. For anyone to dream about any level of playoff success, Jari, singularly, not Sidney Crosby, not Evgeny Malkin, not Chris Letang, not Eric Carlson. Jari needs to be that guy. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We're going to do another one of these tomorrow. 